Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Raise your hand if you are an introvert. Me too. When I first started out as a freelance writer, I realized to land clients, I had to do two things. I had to sell my services and I had to do a lot of discovery calls. I wanted to throw up knowing these two things. I hate having to sell and really hate having to do so over the phone. So as the curious person I am, I sought out, how can I do this as an introvert? There are so many resources out there for introverts who needs to sell, and you will if you want clients. But for today's episode, I'm going to answer the question of, should I script my discovery calls? A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show! In the short answer, yes, especially at first. So I'm going to get into why I say yes. But those of you who have that icky feeling about selling, please remember, I was your local Pampered Chef consultant. I thought I could sell in the sense of I really liked what I was selling. I believed in it. It was great. Hell, I hated it though. I hated reaching out to strangers. I hated reaching out to people I really enjoy and like because I don't like being sold to. So it made me feel when I had to think about doing it for myself and my business. But I used a script and I used a script to help me get started on the call. I have used variations along the way for my freelance clients. And inside my Plan Produce Profit program, I coach my students to use some of these scripts. Some things to remember, though, when you are going on a call with a potential client. There's like five things. I'm going to give you five things to remember. The first is make sure you do your research about their website and product or service, right? I know this is like a no-brainer, but once you start landing several clients, You will be busy with your client work and poof, there'll be a call on your schedule. You want to make sure you get to know the client a little bit. I actually always have their website pulled up when I'm on the phone with them, just so I can refer to it all the time and really compliment like what they do well. So the second tip I have for you to remember is to confirm your call with the client the day of the event. Now, if you're an introvert like me or just a new business owner and just get a little nervous, you're probably nervous when the call is coming. So the worst thing is to get all nervous and anxious and ready to take on the call and you think you're so ready and then they don't show up, 
right? So life gets busy. So always remind your client too, so you do not get that no-show. The third is have your script ready to go. Make yourself some notes and prepare at least 30 minutes in advance to your call. The fourth is to get a very quiet area to do your call because over the years while my kids were growing and we were homebound for COVID, I had to still make sure my area was professional. I call these phone calls, but I always do them as Zoom calls. So yes, I also have to do my hair when I do these calls. And um, having them on my call, like it, it also face-to-face interaction or face-to-Zoom is always just a little more intimate. They can see that you're smiling. They see that you're excited. It, it's just a different type of experience than when you're just on the phone with a client or audio Zoom with no video. So I do suggest you make sure you have your video ready as well. Now, that being said, there has been times, right, where my dog walks in on the camera or my little guy when he was little runs up and says something obnoxious. It's going to happen, okay? But most clients, I think all my clients have understood. I've never had a client that they're like, oh my God, your child's there. No, they know I'm a mom. They know I work from home. It's okay. But to say like you can't um, ever, like every client, should have the opportunity to have a professional relationship with you via Zoom. And if there isn't an opportunity to do that, let them know ahead of time. Listen, I don't have childcare. One of my kids might run on the call. Just so you know, they're, you know, we have about 15 minutes. They're watching a movie, but just in case, I just want to let you be aware. Again, very professional. And then the fifth is keep it short, right? The longer the call is, the more you're going to feel pressured to give away not only strategy, but pricing. So stick to your script. And those of you that think like you're annoying salespeople, you're not annoying. Clients want to hear from you and they're happy that you found them. For many years when I was starting out as a freelancer, I hated pitching. I hated approaching clients. I always felt like that sleaze bag who was trying to get something to do some somebody to buy something they didn't want to buy or do something they didn't want to do. So over time, I've been taking note that this is clearly not the case. So I'm going to recap the last five discovery calls I had and what my clients said on those calls to help you guys feel like you're not going to be annoying. Okay. The first client is someone who is one of these whale industry. What's a whale industry? I covered that on another podcast episode. It's when you have a giant like Fortune 500 client, okay? I was on with her and a gentleman in the marketing department. And the first thing they said was, thank you so much for finding and reaching out to us, Janine. It's really nice to know that you exist. Now, the second call I had was with a publishing company in the continuing education space. After hearing more about their company, they said to me, you have over 100 nurse writers. I feel like you're a diamond in the rough. Seriously, they said this, right? Another client I had, the third one, is a person in a marketing agency. They, they have like a big marketing agency. And they said, one of my, one of, one of my jobs is to find writers. Do you even know how valuable you are as a nurse and a writer? And I'm thinking to myself, I do, but I can think for you guys going, no, I don't think, I don't, I didn't know I was that valuable. You are, trust me. 
Okay, fourth one, fourth client I had is a large professional development company. And they said, Janine, this business model you have is absolutely incredible. I commend you for thinking outside the box. Oh, thank you. That's what I said. I don't know. <laughs> thank you so much for saying that. And then the fifth client I had um, was just another marketing person who was trying to get writers. Well, they they said yes, that they were looking for freelance writers. They weren't intending to search for any. I approached them and they said, I was so intrigued when you reached out because I never heard of nurses who were writers, right? And isn't that funny? Like, we just don't think of it that way. I mean, I, I think many of you that have started your businesses that maybe are in our program or you are growing, you know, day by day, you don't think about that anymore. You're just like, yeah, I'm a nurse who writes. This is what I do. I'm a writer. I'm also a nurse, however that looks. But think about like your coworkers that aren't in this. They also think this way too. Like, I didn't know nurses could be writers. Why can't we? Why can't Why can't we? We can, right? And that's what I said to her. I was like, you never heard that nurses could write? She goes, I guess I just never thought about it because I went to school for uh, journalism and that's just what I graduated with. She goes, this is just such a like mind-boggling thing for me. I was just so intrigued to learn more about your business. So uh, never have I had a client say, oh my gosh, you're so annoying. Leave me alone, ever. They just don't respond. If And I don't think it's because I'm annoying them. I think it's because they truly just don't need my services. So don't think that you're annoying. You're not. We are businesses and we need clients. And sometimes we need to approach those clients. It's great if we get referrals and they just start pouring in, right? But most of the time, especially when you're starting out, you're going to have to approach clients. So I hope this helps you. If you're looking for some scripts to use, we have lessons inside the course Plan Produce Profit and scripts for you to use if you want to become a freelance writer as a nurse, my course is called Plan Produce Profit. You can find more information over at SavvyNurseWriter.com. You all have a great week. Stay safe. Stay well. All the things. And we will talk soon. Take care. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore if freelance writing is your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.